Hello and welcome, you're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. Hello, welcome back to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie with me, Bethany. Thank you so much for joining me. Appreciate you listening in and tuning in. Like, rate, subscribe. We'd love having all of you on board and following this journey with me. This week's episode is a big one. It's the one you've all been waiting for. It's the real camp packing list. Now, I know some summer camp agencies give you a list and I know from experience, I follow that list, I turn up to camp and I'm like, wow, why didn't they tell me to bring this? Or why on earth did they tell me to only bring this many t-shirts? I needed way more. Um, And this is where I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna give you the real camp packing list, tried and true, from what I have personally experienced, because I know going in away for at least two months can seem daunting. And what's even more daunting is not knowing what to pack for this for the trip. Um, so I want to break it down for you, tell you why you need something, why maybe you can opt for something different, um, and basically help you through the packing situation and relieve some of that stress because I know it can be stressful. I've been there, I've done it myself, I've done it for over 10 years now, and please bear with me, I'll explain everything, and let's dive straight into it, okay? So I'm starting off with clothing. Okay, so t-shirts. On a basic packing list, they tell you to just pack five t-shirts. Now, with t-shirts, I would include at least one blue one, one red one, one green one, one yellow one, one purple one, one black one, and one white one. Now, you may think this is a lot of shirts to begin with, but let me just elaborate. Every summer camp, they will do some sort of camp-wide program where they split you up by color. It could be like a color war or a camp Olympics, But then at least you have a coloured t-shirt. So no matter what team you're split up on, you have something to wear that day. Because believe it or not, these campers and returning staff members will pack tons in a certain colour and be decked out head to toe in their colour. So at least you'll have something to blend in with them. And with these t-shirts, like have a variety of tank tops, short sleeve, long sleeves. Yes, it will be sunny in the day. However, they're clear nights so you can stargaze. They can be chilly. Um, so you'll want the extra long sleeve. And that leads me straight into the next, like layers. So do you like a check shirt? A fantastic for this. Like you could also have like a sweatshirt or a jumper, or maybe you want to purchase a camp jumper when you arrive. But like I said before, layering is great for those cold nights, foggy mornings, and it's better to have them and take them off than wish that you packed them. I remember my first year, um, my mum had to send me over a package of jogging bottoms and two sweaters because I didn't have enough long sleeves for the nighttime. So if that is anything to go by, do as you wish. 
bottoms now for air i would pack a lot of options for bottoms um i would pack jean shorts i'd pack leggings sweatpants maybe one pair of jeans um but this is how i pack okay it's gonna sound a lot but bear with me i pack two pairs of jean shorts a pair of workout shorts two or three pairs of leggings i then pack two pairs of sweatpants and a pair of nice jeans okay but yes that seems a lot however it covers all my options it covers me for camp and then it covers me for traveling afterwards as well if you want to switch out some of those pair of leggings for some like biker shorts or things like that go for it um but that's kind of what i personally pack next i'm moving on to swimwear so if you are a general counselor you will be in the water every single day okay so make sure you bring at least three different types of swimwear okay you can bring mix and match whatever you do but i would say bring at least three so you can rotate so even if you wear one you hang it up to dry you wear the next one the next day but your first one hasn't dried out yet at least you have that third one in your back pocket you can pull out now people ask me um do i have to wear a full one piece because i'm going to be with children i would say reach out to your camp some camps are very strict in no you have to be in a one piece or you can be in a tankini with bottoms other people and other camps are very much wear whatever you feel comfortable in um so definitely reach out to your camp see where they vibe on the swimwear thing and then you can pack accordingly just be sure that when you're going to be in the water every single day you're going to be active in the water you're not just going to be sunbathing so make sure you put that in mind when you pick out your swimwear okay next is pajamas so i take two of whatever qualifies as pajamas but note some camps it is normal to go to breakfast in your pajamas that might sound weird but it's true some camps i know the camp the canadian camp i go to um people just put a sweatshirt over their um like pajamas put on slides and go to breakfast in their pajamas and then come back get ready for the day and go out for the rest of the day so whatever qualifies for pajamas to you take at least two so then if one is in the wash you can wear the other one socks and underwear okay this is a big thing i would pack as if i'm going away on a two-week holiday so it's the two-week rule okay so i pack enough underwear and socks for two weeks now with the socks i have some no-show socks and what have you but i also pack at least two pairs of fluffy socks because the camp that i go to is um wooden cabins and their floors are freezing in the morning and at night um so i have the socks by my bed i put them on so i can walk around the cabin and my feet don't get cold at night time if it does turn chilly i can put them on and then wear them with my slides don't worry like socks and slides is considered like camp fashion so don't worry about that um but that is what i would personally do um when packing for underwear and socks and lastly in this section 
I'm going to talk about footwear. Now, this department is pretty tricky um, because on a basic packing list, they would suggest bringing a pair of flip-flops um, and a pair, two pairs of closed-toed shoes, and that's it, okay? Now, for me, that was not enough because the first time I went to camp, the first week, threw it down with rain and my closed-toed shoes didn't dry out. So, this is hard. Um, but know that in my experience also, camp is a place where shoes go to retire. They get put through the ringer at camp. There's dust, there's dirt, there's paint, there's water, there's mud, like the list is endless. So for camp, like I pack two pairs of closed-toed shoes that are basically trainers or a Converse type shoe. Um, and I take them there in the thought process that they might not come back and that's okay. And at the end of camp, I'm going to throw them away. Um, and then I also bring two pairs of flip-flops or slides. I use one pair of those slides for the waterfront and walking around camp. And I use the second pair as my shower shoes. Um, and this is because the shower house at the camp I go to is not connected to my cabin. So if I want to go shower, I put on my shower shoes, I walk across to the shower house, um, I go all the way until I get to the shower, wash, do whatever I need to do. Um, and then I put on the shower dedicated shoes. I know that they're only there to shower in and they're a bit cleaner than the ones that I walk around camp in. Okay. And then I actually bring like one pair of nice sandals or shoes dedicated for like my after camp travels. Um, so these shoes are comfortable enough to wear on my day off or to wear after camp when I'm traveling around. And I like save them for when not doing camp activities. So if the two pairs of closed toed shoes do get roughed up a bit and I throw them away, the end of camp at least I still have another pair of shoes that I have that I've packed that I know that I like and it's comfortable for my after camp travels so that is everything in the clothing section okay now I'm moving on to like other clothing items that I personally would definitely pack but for some people they're like hit or miss um, so the first thing is a raincoat. Now the odds are it will rain when you're at camp. Like it's not going to be sunny 24 seven. And just so you know, camp still goes on even if it's raining. You suck up and enjoy it and do stuff that you would do anyway. You can go mudsliding in the rain down the hill. You can have fun um, playing sports in the rain. You can go and splash in some puddles. Um, you bring a raincoat. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It could just be a poncho if you wanted, but just something that makes it a bit more comfortable to do camp, I would pack. Second thing on my personal list, you heard me talk about my fluffy socks. I actually like pack a cheap pair of Primox slippers. Like those wooden cabin floors are cold. And like if you're traveling around hostels and things like that, it's like a little easy footwear. Like 
I like keeping my feet clean because let's face it, camp is a dirty place. And slippers just help me like put my slippers on and I walk around the cabin or I put my slippers on when I'm in the hostel and I don't have big chunky shoes. Um, and it just, it ticks all the boxes. It takes up next to nothing in your like packing. So slippers for me is what I would like to pack. And then the last and final thing is a sun hat or a cap. Like, like I said, it's hot, it's sunny, sun safety first. So put that hat on. It's a great role model um, for your campers. Some camps, when it's really, really hot, will implement um, mandatory hat days as well. So at least you'll have one for your head. Also, it's great the fact that you might not have washed your hair in a few days because you're jumping in the lake or the pool every other day. A cap is a really great way to hide your hair, hide the frizz. Um, so it's a really great option. Definitely have a baseball cap handy. We are now moving on to electronics. Okay, so first thing on the list is an unlocked mobile phone. This sounds silly to say unlocked, but as I feel like most phones these days are made unlocked, but just in the slight chance that yours isn't, make sure that your phone is unlocked before you go overseas. Um, that way that if you do want to have a, buy a phone plan or a phone card when you're over in that country, um, you can put it in, not a problem. You can also, before you leave the country, ask your mobile phone provider if they have an overseas plan and see if it's cheaper. Um, it's great. Um, but just know that you don't need any of that. When you're out and about, there's Wi-Fi everywhere, like in so many public places these days, that you don't even need an overseas plan or um, to buy a SIM card whilst you're overseas in the new country that you're in to contact with family and friends home because there's wi-fi everywhere these days so but pack your phone um pack a music device now many camps are screen free and i understand these days all your music is on a streaming service um but some camps that might not fly so make sure that you download all of your music to offline because you might not have Wi-Fi in certain spots of camp and you'll still want to play music. Um, but be prepared to do things old school as well and upload music on an old phone or an old music device. Um, so just ask the questions beforehand at camp. What's your policy on mobile phone use in front of campers and that type of thing to know what you need to do to make sure that you get your preference of music in your ears rather than the camp music choices that can get repetitive as the summer goes on. Next part of electronics, make sure you pack all of your chargers. Pack all of your chargers. Don't be that idiot that forgets their charger. Um, secondly, travel adapter. I, here's my top tip. I would only purchase one travel adapter and then bring an extension cord. Now, 
This is genius on two levels. Um, in a cabin, there's usually only a few outlets. Um, so charging up your device could be difficult, but an extension cord solves all that problem. And it also saves you money on buying different travel adapters. So if you just have buy the one travel adapter, bring a extension cord with like four slots um, you can plug it in and you can use your hair straightener while you charge your phone or what have you. And it really helps when you're traveling as well um, to have the extra outlets. You'll thank me later. Um, a camera. What a great thing to pack. Most people forget that, you know, some camps are screen free. So it might mean that you can't bring your phone out to take a picture. That might be a big no-no. So you might be able to bring like an old school digital or a disposable camera, or maybe GoPros are okay, or maybe your Polaroid camera you wanna bring, but you definitely want to capture your summer. And to be honest, don't worry if you're not great at capturing the moment, as many, many camps have a camp photographer. So they can, they take pictures and upload them on social media or onto a viewing platform for camp families get in some of those pictures and then you're able to access those pictures um, after the summer as well. So get in those. Um, another item I would say to pack is a watch. Camp is their own bubble and there's not many clocks around. However, camp is a place where everything runs on time and there's a schedule. I know that's weird, um, but the be all and end all is you'll need a watch. Um, and I personally would suggest, wait till you get out there, go to Walmart, go to any of those cheaper stores and get one with an alarm clock built in. And that way you can set an alarm for yourself. It's on your wrist. Maybe get a waterproof one and you don't have to take it off. You'll get worried about it getting wet. Um, just one with an alarm on the wrist really helped me personally get up um, and help get my campers up for breakfast. The last thing I would say in this section is I would pack like a headlight or a torch or a flashlight or whatever you call it, bring one. Because when the sun goes down at camp, yes, the stars come out and it's super, super pretty, but many camps do not have streetlights. Like you're in nature, you're in the, in might be in a rural place and the only lights that are around you might be the campfire or the lights from buildings around you and someone else might switch them off. So if you want, I would definitely suggest bringing a headlight or a torch or something, not a big one, a small one. Again, you can buy this um, when you arrive in your arrival country, um, but bring one, life's great. An extra tip, a top tip I would give you is go on your own camp's personal website and find their camper package see if there's anything extra they suggest because at the end of the day they know their program the best they know their program the best that's the be all and end all and whatever they suggest a new camper to bring you kind of guide um your way on that as well but note that they also don't cater for people that are flying over with only 23 kilos so use your best judgment on this next part of my packing list would be like those random items those items that you're more than likely going to forget because they don't come under the classic headers 
So the first thing first, I would say is a backpack. So at camp, activities like wait for no one. And with the exact timing of the camp schedule, you may not have time to go back to your cabin to change or pick up what you need in between every single activity that you do. So you may need a backpack to put stuff in, a first aid kit or a speaker or your towel or your close shoes or whatever it may be, your backpack. But usually whatever you use as your carry-on luggage is great to double up as your backpack. So there's no need to bring two. Um, but plus like your backpack also would be handy for your days off if you were to do an overnight somewhere outside of camp or if you're going somewhere for a day trip that backpack could be double duty for that as well so think about it that way um another thing i would suggest to bring is a lint roller this one sounds strange i know but hear me out camp can be a dirty place like you will get dirty pretty quickly and a lint roller is great for getting the dirt off your clothes lip rolling your bed or your sheets from the dirt from your feet anything like that a lip roller can help make you feel a little bit nicer before getting into bed another thing i would bring is towels now you may ask how many towels should i bring i would say bring at least two and this is why i would same way as for slides or flip-flops i would use one for showering and one the lake or pool you don't want to cross over these towels like just hygiene wise cleanly wise that's what i would do i would check in with your camp and see if they like have towels for international staff so you don't have to pack lots maybe invest in a microfiber one like a quick dry towel um as well or you could even just have one that is yours and then buy once you arrive in your arrival city, and then you can donate them to camp afterwards. Either or, towels, at least two. Next thing I would say is a personal laundry bag. Now, camps normally have laundry once a week. And in my experience, they do this in large industrial-sized laundry bags to fit their large industrial machines. So having a personal laundry bag to put your stuff in before it's laundry day and you put it all in the one or if you don't have laundry and you have to do laundry yourself having your own personal laundry bag to walk it over to the machines um, is a must-have also remember to name all of your clothing just like when you were at school because if you are doing communal laundry that you're definitely going to get all your clothes back. You're not going to get mixed up if everybody in your cabin went to Primark and got that basic white tee. Um, make sure you label everything just like you're at school. And of the last thing in this random section, I would say is your toiletries. Now, it's up to you what you would do. We know toiletries are going to take up a lot of room in your luggage. I personally would only pack travel sized items and then buy the larger items once I've landed at my destination. It just saves a lot of room in your luggage and it also makes it that it's not gonna explode all over all your stuff in transit, which is a win-win in my eyes. Um, so that is like my random items. And then finally is paperwork. 
So don't forget your passport. Do I even need to explain that? Don't even, don't forget your visa paperwork. Bring everything, like your proof of employment, your visa paperwork, your proof of funds or your flight home, like anything that your summer camp agency told you to print off to just present at the border, bring it all. And then even make digital copy, copies of everything. So if water gets spilled on something or something like that, you have a digital backup. Okay. And then finally, travel insurance. You need travel insurance. You will need this to be allowed to enter the country at immigration. And then knock on wood, you'll not need it for any part of your adventure, but at least you have it. Like, make sure all your bases are covered. But I would make sure you have your travel insurance documents with you in your hand luggage whilst you're traveling. Because worst comes to worst, if your luggage gets lost, um, you're not going to have those documents on you. That might cause a bit of a problem. Um, also, don't forget to pack your wallet or your purse, um, have some currency. I would suggest having a small amount of cash on you as well as a currency card, um, just because if you are taking public transit or if you are taking a taxi from the airport to your accommodation, um, some places might not accept card, your card might not get accepted, um, so just having a bit of an emergency cash on you is amazing. Um, but okay, so that is what my real camp packing list is. That might sound a lot. Pause, go back, save for a later date. I know it's a long list. It might be stressful trying to pack all of that in. But no, you do not need to pack all of it in. You can purchase some of it once you've arrived. Um, but all of these things I've said are things I wish people told me before I did my first summer. So I hope these tips help you whilst you're packing and lift any unnecessary stress before your adventure. If you have any other packing tips, please send them my way write a message, write comment, whatever you need, please let me know on my social media, on my blog, there's a comment section. Um, please let me know. I love it. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Please rate, subscribe, um, share it, talk to your friends about it. Maybe they want to come to summer camp and you recommend this podcast to them. However you get the message out, I hope I'm really, really helping you along on this journey. I'm happy I'm here alongside with you. And thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany. You can find me on social media. I am Brit in the six on all my socials. Also, you'll be able to find me on my website where my blog is, www.brittinthesix.com. Thank you very much and see you next time.